0: What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Happy to be back in the saddle this week. Myself, Michael Larson, the Scott Panza, here to break down week 17, which normally would mean the end of the season, but not this year. We get one more week (laughs) of this glorious thing called NFL football regular season before we really dive into the beautiful Postseason, the new postseason, uh, extra wild card game weekend this year. Uh, I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, who could complain?
1: The, there's Monday Night Football too on that's uh, true. Wild card weekend. I, I didn't. I completely forgot about I because <laughs> uh, I was looking ahead and I was looking at Pat's may travel up to Buffalo and I am trying Ooh. to convince some buddies about going up and making the trip. And then I'm like, it'll be my luck that that's going to be the Monday nighter, which I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. it was the Monday nighter. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going to go to uh, Buffalo for a Monday night football game. Which will probably be like twenty degrees. I could I could battle through like a one PM kick on a Sunday, which I'm gonna be praying for. Yeah. But even that there's no way it's gonna be the four thirty. The four thirty is reserved for someone in the the Titans. The Titans will be playing that Saturday <laughs> 30 game, no matter who they play. That's what the ASC South gets. Yeah. They get the four thirty game because they're not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Just the
0: the in between spot, the not so prime, but like you know, everyone's kind of sit down for dinner and you put hot on the background type of yeah. game. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, it's it's going to be great. I'm excited. Uh, huge week uh, all around uh, college and NFL. Obviously, you get the playoff games for college football, which there's more to come on that. What well, Scott and I'll talk a little college football this week, uh, and then dive into the slate. But uh, first things first, obviously the passing of an absolute icon uh, in the football world. Doesn't matter if you are four years old and just putting on shoulder pads for the first time or you've been watching football since the foundation of the NFL. Uh, The passing of John Madden, uh, obviously very sad for the football community. I saw they're going to do a moment of silence. Scott, I'll let you. What does John Madden mean to you? And then I will share my John Madden.
1: I'll tell you, I, you know, uh, one of my fondest memories of Madden was I was watching the Rams Patriots Super Bowl. I, I had a party and then everyone had left because they thought the game was over, uh, 17-3. And it's just my dad and I watching the game and uh, Rams tie it. And, you know, there's one 20 left and Madden saying hey just run out the clock I'm like oh just run out the clock alright we'll beat him in overtime my dad's yelling at me it's like no way man you gotta go for it mm-hmm. you gotta try to win right here mm-hmm. this is the Super Bowl I'm like this is John Madden saying it.
0: yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, sure enough you know you know what happens next yep. and I thought you know re-watching uh that whole sequence of plays and John Madden acknowledging like hey sometimes you do just gotta let it rip in the Super Bowl yep. and uh you know, I mean, it's uh, it's really. I've watched that sequence over and over, and Madden the way he calls the end of that game is just awesome. Him and all. so um, yeah. And obviously, the the uh, grew up playing the football game. Uh, obviously, didn't know him as a coach. I'm too young for that, but right. uh, you know, always follow along. You know, the All Madden team. Mm-hmm. The Madden football game when he was on TV he was just awesome and uh and then I watched the all Madden Fox special from Tom Rinaldi
0: oh I bet that you're a you. football
1: guy that is fantastic yeah I strongly recommend find it I watched it this week it was it was everything it was built to be because it just goes through him as a coach then him as an analyst touring the the country uh, you know, going to games because he didn't like to fly, and then the video game stuff. I mean, it was just it was just really cool. So strongly recommend watching that. And, yeah, I don't I don't know how you could be a fan of football and not be a fan of the John Madden. The guy is just a man.
0: Yeah, John is uh, a legend to say the least. I mean, obviously, my the saddest thing that's happened for me growing up is I just remember playing Madden football and listening to John Madden's calls, and I really hope. Uh, if you want, I mean, honestly, for a community that is struggling right now, which is the Madden EA Sports Football game, really, these guys need to go back and just—they need to release a Madden edition next year where it's all your old sound bites that you've had for that game with John Madden and just kind of put them in the game so that you can still. Because I mean, they never—he's not like, oh, you know, he didn't, you don't need him saying like Cooper Cup with the okay. snag just. Like, all you need to say is, what a grab! Because that was just all John Madden really ever said anyway. (laughs) Um, I, yeah, that, I wasn't young enough to appreciate that Tom Brady, or I wasn't old enough, I was young enough, I wasn't old enough to appreciate that. But going back when you've been, I've rewatched this Tom Brady stuff, and like you said, when he came out there, Madden's like, look, you gotta just play for overtime here. Like, you... You are happy to be in this football game, like you don't want to risk it. You don't want to give the ball back to the Rams too quick, and yeah, I mean, and it's a bit. It takes a big man to admit where he was wrong, and John Madden was that big man. I mean, he was a big man also, just legitimately. But uh, I, I wish I gotta find the comedian for when he jokes about the the uh, back and forth once Al Michaels joined John Madden, and oh, how yeah. they kind of were a little rusty with each other, because John, yeah. he's an interesting color commentator, and he was very good at his job, but he would be like, you know, there was a flag on the play, <laughs> and usually that means that there's a penalty, and <laughs> I would be like, and?
1: <laughs> and He's like, so
0: there's gonna be uh, a penalty, and, and and he's like, oh, I don't know. like just leave me alone. But I have to find that comedy strip. It was pretty funny. But yeah, how long John-
1: did he last with Michaels? I don't think he, he. I think his last Super Bowl was with Summerall. I'm not sure. I could, you know, someone could fact check me. But I thought his last Super Bowl was with Summerall. And it was the Pats Rams. I'm not sure, but I want to say that he only lasted like a year or two with Al Michaels before he he, <laughs> he packed in. Yeah. yeah,
0: let's see here. He was with CBS from seventy nine to ninety three, Fox from ninety four to two thousand one, and then ABC two thousand two to two thousand five, and then NBC. So he, I mean, he did oh, so all he did.
1: of it. Oh, so he yeah he hit all four networks. Oh, yeah. so he went longer than I. Than I remember. And then it looks I like
0: mean, he was two thousand six to two thousand eight NBC.
1: Got it. One of the cool things Aikman was on. He's saying. Hey, I had John Madden narrate our careers yeah. in the NFL. And that was that was really cool because, you know, the the Cowboys of the '90s they were playing in all the big games, and all the big games, uh, you know, John Madden was probably calling them or a lot of them. So, uh, especially he was on Fox and he was calling NFC games at the time because, you know, the Fox got the NFC package from CBS uh, in the early '90s. Um, and, you know, I thought that was a pretty cool part. So definitely like history buff, go watch the all-man stuff because it takes you through the transition of Fox getting the NFC from the NFC package from CBS and then pulling John Madden over uh, as one of their first hires and, you know, the Madden boss and the all-Madden team it's just, mm-hmm. is really, really cool. So, so
0: Madden called his final game February 1st, 2009 for the Steelers-Cardinals Super Bowl.
1: Oh, way off, way (laughs)
0: off. (laughs) Which was, I mean, what a game that was, huh? 2002, Madden became a commentator on ABC's Monday Night Football, working with longtime play-by-play announcer Al Michaels. Mm
1: -hmm. And then Collinsworth goes into that season. Yep, and then Chris ah. took
0: over. Boom, now there's our Madden facts for the day. I didn't know that either, so, I mean, I I had to know for myself. But, yeah, I mean... I, I know they're gonna do a moment of silence for John Madden, but there's definitely he's one of those guys that's meant a lot to football and the the growth of the game all around, whether you liked it or not, random guy on Twitter.
1: But yeah. I'm <laughs> a community college professor trying yeah. to dunk on Madden what an idiot. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, that's a bold time to try and dunk on that yeah. guy, like right after he's He's definitely
1: done. looking for those clicks. Those yeah.
0: clicks. Yep. Oh man. But anywho, so you know. Obviously, going to be a, a tough week for NFL fans, but I'm um, going to be a lot of really cool stories remembering John Madden as everyone shares their stories. Um, but back to, so we'll now dive into something that John Madden actually didn't call, which was the college football game. Uh, in the college football playoff, kicking off New Year's Eve, you have first up Alabama, Cincinnati. Uh, so. Disclaimer: Obviously, I'm an Auburn grad, so as I'm super elated to see my school's two biggest rivals in the college football playoff yet again, and I would do just about anything to not see them play each other for the championship. So I am a huge Michigan and Cincinnati fan this weekend, <laughs> but um, I'm trying to pull up the spread. I think the last I saw was at, like, 13. Uh, I, let me say this about Alabama real quick just so I can get it off my chest. Bryce Young said after he won the Heisman that he, um, was, he's was he been doubted his whole life. <laughs> he was the number one quarterback coming out of college, and I think he was the number one recruit. Uh, so, okay, whatever. And then now an Alabama player said this week in an interview that, you know, everyone's doubting us uh we're the un- i feel like we're the underdog in this game they're 14 point favorites like you gotta
1: you gotta believe the lie it's golly. not a lie micah if you believe it
0: golly it is just like how you how can you i just i don't get how you can play that i don't get how they can say that oh yeah we're the underdog like you're out of your dang mind <laughs> like, no one's uh... lying
1: oh I mean, Micah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta hype yourself up. How else do you hype yourself up if you're Matt, if you're Alabama? That's
0: fair.
1: You're, 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 you're favorite every week. You're supposed to beat everybody. Come on. You everybody
0: hates me. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's why you go to Alabama. Yeah, you, 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 as, as uh, Saban says, you eat that rat poison.
0: Yeah. So, I'm seeing consensus is thirteen and a half. Uh, the line opened at fourteen, and I hate to say it, but I'm I'd probably <laughs> Cincinnati played Georgia very well last year in the Sugar Bowl, and I think they could. They have very a very good secondary. I I think they could give them a run for their money, but Bama is just they're just Bama, and I have a hard time betting against Old Saint Nick, especially <laughs> around the holiday season. It's a lot of money. There are a lot of points, I should say, but a lot of money. 91% of the money and 72% of the bets are coming in on the Tide. That's a lot. That is a lot. Now, somehow, there's a bunch of experts, quote-unquote, on Cincinnati. I think you get a lot of value with the plus. If you're going to play Cincinnati, don't even play the spread play the money line line. 400 plus 400 if you're gonna go for it just totally go for it just dip dip into it strip and dive it's my thoughts what are your thoughts guys that too much money is that too many points
1: well, I was just looking at Cincinnati's schedule, and they beat Navy by seven. So, I don't know. I feel <laughs> I feel like it, I'd be on the side of uh, every mush face in the country that's going to bet on Alabama and just lay the points. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I obviously don't know anything about college. And typically, whenever I have a college play, just take the other side. So, uh, <laughs> if I'm thinking Alabama, I probably should just bet Cincinnati and uh, you know call it a day.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's it's going to be an interesting football game, uh, because this is a Cincinnati team that I think knows, hey, uh, we got a lot to prove here, and it's a big stage and a big opportunity, and you're playing the big bad Tide. So, here you go, uh, and then obviously the next game, which I'm I'm actually very excited to see, and that is Georgia, Michigan. That's the night, or, you know, the, the second game, the nightcap, coming on at seven thirty. So this will send you right in to the night or right into the ball dropping Miami Stadium old hard rock. It's gonna be a beautiful, beautiful oh, is this, evening. Is this tomorrow
1: night? Yep. Oh, it's yep. New Year's Eve? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yep, yep. So okay, they man. did it
0: on New Year's Day one year, but they so then your New Year's Day is kind of your your rose bowl, your sugar bowl, your peach bowl, that sort of deal. The ones that aren't the playoff hosts, then they get New Year's Day to where it's a little more special for them. Because, I mean, come on, you got to have the Rose Bowl. They basically, if the Rose Bowl is in it, they play New Year's Day because you're not not doing the Rose Bowl after the Rose Bowl parade. So, yeah, that's kind of how that shakes out. Which, I mean, imagine having that much power. But anywho, yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is a game that a lot of people are going to be starting at. They're hammering the under, and it looks like I'm trying to find what the opening line for the under was. Um, Michigan is plus 7.5. This opened at plus 7.5. I like Michigan at plus 7.5. I think that Georgia's defense is good, but so is Michigan's, and I don't think that Georgia's offense is good enough to um, beat you over the top with Stetson Bennett. I think that defensive line for Michigan, or so, yeah, for Michigan is very very stout and uh, very experienced and I'm excited to watch that matchup in the trenches. This is going to be a like if you turned on a bowl game between Michigan and Georgia in the 1980s. This is what that game's going to feel like. It's just going <laughs> to be a knockdown drag out. Uh, brawl, and I'm very, very excited uh, for that. And it looks like the over/under actually started out at 43, and then it's moved up
1: to 45. Oh, wow. all right, all right. I'm rooting for Michigan. I enjoyed watching them uh, pummel Ohio State yes. this year. Um, so I hope that they, 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 they keep it going here. And uh, I have like Harbaugh. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, um, no, I'm rooting for Michigan, Michigan, Alabama. Just that sounds like fun,
0: yeah. That I sounds agree. like fun. I would like to see that because I just don't want to see. I can't see Bama, Georgia again. I won't watch, I won't do it. I can't do it, even though the last time they played in the national championship, it was a phenomenal ending. I still can't do it. But. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um, so salty. It's
0: so salty, my guy. I will always be salty, especially – so that year it sucked extra because we beat both of them, and they still made it to the playoff. So we beat Georgia, and then we beat Bama, but then we had to play Georgia again in the SEC championship game and lost. Indeed. And so Georgia and Bama made the playoff and played each other, and you're just like, this is so stupid. And then we lost to UCF, and then they claimed the national championship. But that's a whole other conversation oh, yeah, 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 for another yeah, yeah, yeah. day. I remember that. Yeah. Remember <laughs> that. Uh, well, we'll dive into, Scott, the Week 17 card. Do you want to recap? I know since we were out last oh. week, do you want to talk about the last two weeks, or do we want to oh, just not talk about last
1: couple of weeks, of just, you know, once again, dip in the top 100 and then just immediately pull back. <laughs> it was really frustrating last week. Chargers really let me down on the wonk vader uh patriots at home just played like dookie um and got there on the the Bengals. Oh, the cards the cards another really disappointing christmas cole the big gave may just look terrible against the colts shorthanded uh you know with a bunch of guys out on the covid list just really disappointing uh, performance end of season for the cards browns and bengals got there but uh you know can't be can't be pitching two and three weeks right now this part of the season so um you know pretty disappointing uh very good year overall but you know it'd be nice just to go 10 and 0 these last two weeks and maybe i sneak into that cash <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know, we'll see uh I'm just going to try to pick winners. I'm not going to try to, you know, get too cute. Uh, I think there's, you know, there's too many toss-up games, so I'm not going to get too too crazy. I just want to, I just want to finish strong. If I can go yeah. into the last two weeks here, I'd be really happy. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, like I was telling you before the show, I uh, uh, the last two weeks I have forgotten to plug in my picks, so uh, <laughs> I am officially out of competition. So you're you're uh, a standing we're out of chance. We're on 2022. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're on to just cash plays. Like, Let's get to the playoffs and do some cash plays. It's going to be great. Cannot wait. So we'll start it off with January 2nd. We got Raiders plus six and a half taking on the smoking hot Indianapolis Colts.
1: Well, I'll tell you, like, part of what's going to make this week so difficult is all the COVID list mm-hmm. participants. You know, the whole coach offensive line is on the COVID list. Wentz is on the COVID list. I don't think he can play because he's unvaccinated, mm-hmm. but there's a bunch of guys that, you know, may be able to, to get back in by Saturday. Uh, so this is one of those, wait and see. Uh, even if it's, like, whatever the backup the quarterback's name is for the Colts. I'm not going to hesitate taking the Colts here because the Raiders, they looked awful last week. I know they <laughs> beat the Broncos, but they look terrible. They really, if they don't have Waller back again, they're really limited on offense, but they're somehow in the playoff hunt, which is just crazy. Um, so I, I'm leading Colts even without Wentz at this number because I think Taylor, and the defense can get them there. But they Mm -hmm. need to get Darius Leonard back, and they need to get some of these offensive linemen back. So wait and see on this one.
0: Yeah. uh, I mean, as long as 28 is standing in the backfield, I feel pretty good taking the Colts in this game. Uh, Bears, Giants, Bears at home minus six. I mean, barf.
1: Oh, man, what a comeback for the Bears last week. Uh, I'm just going to puke and bet the Giants – Um, Mike Lennon, Jake Fromm, doesn't really matter. Uh, They can't possibly be this bad. But Nick Foles potentially laying six. Like, come on. Come on. Uh, uh, Yeah, Giants are bust. I'll take the six here. No one's going to want to bet them. I mean, looking at the the betting action right now, they've gotten 35% of the bets. So. Uh, if people are going to get hyped over the Bears, who are just a, a trash team. and got lucky last week against Seahawks. I'll, I'll be on the other side of that. So Giants are bust.
0: Yeah. I, I don't feel safe getting in the window with either of these teams. But uh, it will be my luck that the Vikings will somehow pull out a win this week. And then Nick Foles will look like a god. And then he'll go into U.S. Bank Stadium and ruin the Vikings' playoff chances. It's just the way – I can feel it. I can feel it yeah. in my loins.
1: You're still there. You're still alive. We're just baby.
0: lingering. It's perfect. I love purple purgatory. It's my favorite place. Bucks minus 12 and a half taking on the Jets. This one in New York. 22 year difference between Zach Wilson and Tom Brady. They have the same birthday. Did you know that? Tom Rinaldi going to tell a whole story on it.
1: <laughs> oh man. Last week, you couldn't get people to go to that Jets-Jags game. Uh, my brother said he sold his tickets for forty bucks a piece, which is oh my God. just sad, that's so, so bad. bad. And he's got—they've got great seats, so that's depressing. Um, uh, you know, Jets. C.J. Mosley didn't practice today, uh, but I actually think that was just vet rest. Antonio Brown didn't practice today. That's a big problem for the Bucs. Uh, but they can just get there based on Tom Brady throwing to nobodies and Ronald Jones just running against this Jets defense. Uh, I mean, Jets snuck one out against the Jags last week uh, and Zach Wilson against this uh, Bucks. quick uh, opportunistic defense probably going to uh, throw two interceptions and have two fumbles so I, I uh, look forward to betting the, the bucks on Sunday <laughs> I don't weather weather's going to bother him and, and Tom Brady knows his Jets team so he's just going to pick them apart
0: Tom Brady going to have on his uh, scuba suit
1: <laughs> I don't think did, did he really does he really wear a scuba suit yeah
0: that's what and that's what Mac Jones wore for uh Oh, man. The Buffalo game. I thought that
1: was fake news. No,
0: but. that's legit. Yeah,
1: Mac Jones got to get used to playing in the cold. We'll get to him, but he's got to get used to it. Yeah. Is it, this is time of year. Touring.
0: Uh, speaking of cold, if I may put on my Hockey Wizard hat for 10 seconds. High of – so, New Year's Day, Winter Classic, playing at uh, at Target Field, Minnesota. What Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues. So, it's the outdoor game. Yeah. High, negative two. Nice. Hockey That's weather, hockey baby. Weather. That's hockey weather, hockey. baby. Phenomenal. I like Can't wait to watch. Uh, next on, even though I'll be at a wedding, son of a gun. Uh, next on the card, Falcons, plus 14 traveling to, speaking of cold weather, the Buffalo Bills
1: yeah i mean huge game for the bills here uh they they win the last two and we we tweeted it two weeks ago bills minus three hundred make the playoffs is you know free money mm-hmm. with given their schedule uh and uh i hope people i hope people hopped on that because minus 300 was just free money for them um even if they lost last week to the the pats there was no way they weren't going to get there at 10 and 7 so uh uh I like the Falcons. I'll take the 14. I think Cordell Patterson is going to cause a little bit of problems with the Bills here. I know the Bills just, you know, got their huge win, but maybe a little bit of a letdown spot against these this Falcons team that's somehow battling for a playoff <laughs> spot, which is just insane. Uh but I think that the the the, the co- p- pose some problems for uh the linebackers in in Buffalo and I think it's just uh it's a lot of points to lay. Uh, after two huge wins for the Bills, so especially last week. So, a little bit of a left-down spot. I'll take the Falcons. Man.
0: oh, I just – this Falcons team, unreal. I just get nervous they're of terrible. them going – what's the weather in Buffalo this weekend? It's got to be cold.
1: Oh, look. I always follow them. I always like to see what they're doing up there in Buffalo. Up in let's
0: Buffalo, see, New York. Let's... I, yeah. I, You're putting Matt Ryan out so might, in the
1: snow. Ooh, it's snowing.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, 14 points snow, with yeah, the snow, though. I mean, we've seen what the, the Bills have done in the snow in the past. Um, yeah.
1: I don't know. That's going to be an ugly
0: one. Yeah. I mean, I feel like with snow and everything, you feel comfortable with taking plus 14 at the Falcons, even though it's a bunch of indoor southern boys traveling to outdoor New York upstate new york we'll see what happens cowboys plus or excuse me cardinals plus six traveling to the dallas cowboys
1: i'm out on the cardinals Mm -hmm. uh and i do think overreaction uh, is pushing this line up i know that they got a bunch of injuries but they're on a little bit of extended rest uh cowboys couldn't have looked better last week on national tv so this just feels like a public uh smashing the cowboys here so i I would be inclined to bet the, the cardinals but uh can their, their swoon continue? I mean, I don't know. Right? <laughs> it doesn't make me feel too good. They've been very know, very
0: disappointing down the stretch, um, and you you always wonder what if if TJ Watt is healthy, but or JJ, excuse me. Um, I mean that guy. I'm trying to remember the last time he was healthy, but yeah, I mean that's a they huge need, help.
1: D Hop's been that. out. Yeah. yeah, they need new to be uh, to healthy, be healthy as well.
0: I mean, I was impressed with AJ Green. I feel like he could be a reliable source,
1: but Maybe. I don't know. Zach Ertz had thirteen targets this past week. That's true. I mean,
0: they got two that's... fossils out there.
1: Yeah, that's, that's not that's not great. Yeah. Uh, you know, James Conner being out this last game, I think if we give him a week to get healthy, but you know, this Cowboys defense is playing great. I mean, the Cowboys the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders here they're they're not effing around uh this is a very good team
0: i can't have the cowboys winning i can't have alabama win a title in the same year that the cowboys win a title i think my brain would explode oh man be the longest off season of my life
1: be be very loud be very loud
0: uh next on the card golly i don't know what's i mean rules got to be out but panthers plus seven taking on the saints
1: yeah, you know, did we talk about this two weeks ago, or did I write about it? Like, is Matt Rule on the hot seat? Like, I feel like he got it. Like he, must, he's like they've looked really, really bad this past few weeks. Mm-hmm. But they are trotting out Cam Newton, and he's messing around. He's playing Cam. He's playing Darnold. Um, I think the Saints, the Saints are just laying too big a number here. I know that the Panthers, you know, they they haven't been close to many of these games of late, but. I mean, um, if Taysom Hill doesn't play, I mean, Ian Book was awful. It was just awful. Yep. And I, uh, the Panthers' run defense is good enough that they can uh, stymie uh, Alvin Kamara a little bit because they have no one else, and Taysom Hill's not scaring me as a passer. Uh, so I think this is a lot of lumber, but maybe it's like Vegas leveling us mentally by making it seven. Yeah.
0: So Ian Book... With his debut, he was, first of all, was the first Notre Dame quarterback to start an NFL game since Brady Quinn in 2012, which is nuts to think about. I mean, that's almost been a decade since a Notre Dame quarterback has started in the NFL. That's just crazy to me. But here's the kicker, too. I don't know if you heard this, Scott. This is now for a Notre Dame QB. All of them together, they have now lost 24 consecutive NFL starts.
1: That's not great, that's not great. So, that's going back to that's Clausen, Mm -hmm. that's Brady Quinn. Who else?
0: Uh, Deshaun Kaiser.
1: Oh, he was bad.
0: Yeah, they didn't, he didn't win a single NFL game. Yeah, it's that's pretty bad. So you have Ian Book. So Brady Quinn was four and sixteen. Jimmy Clausen one and thirteen. Deshaun Kaiser zero and fifteen. Ian Book zero and one. Wow, that's record, impressive. Five and forty five. So this is like that's, the turn of the millennia.
1: And those are all Brian Kelly quarterbacks, right?
0: Uh no. Uh Brady Quinn is. Was um, he Charlie Weiss? Charlie Weiss. Jimmy Clausen, I think, was Charlie Weiss. And then Kaiser and Book were. um, That was uh, Brian Coe.
1: Yeah. And the coach before, was it Cunningham? The guy who he went to Washington after? Yeah, I think so. That's right. Yeah, it takes me back. Yeah, Charlie Weiss on Nerd and didn't pan out. No,
0: no. It it did not. And I mean, now, granted, Brady Quinn and Deshaun Kaiser both had to play for the Browns. And so, yeah. you know, a little bit of an asterisk by that. And Clausen
1: with uh, the Panthers yeah. were very good.
0: Exactly. So it's oh, like man. brutal. Not great situations, but I mean, Jimmy Clausen and Brady Quinn were supposed to be like legit NFL talent. Yeah. Uh, but anywho
1: didn't work uh, out
0: that way did not work out so i mean book it would have been surprising if book because i think if of all of the names said he had the least amount of nfl clout per se in college uh, next on the card eagles p- minus three and a half taking on the football team And the football team
1: oh man anytime that someone gets embarrassed the way they do i love i love hopping on the next week and the eagles last week they struggled for a half against the giants they really you know i know they got going in the second half but uh, you know i don't feel too great i don't think uh you know it's a it's a big burn for them to lose miles sanders um i'll take the three and a half for the football team at home in division i think this is this is a good smash spot for them uh you know Write the shit, maybe play a little bit of spoiler, keep it within a field goal. So Washington, yeah, for sure.
0: The football team. Um, I have sworn not to bet on the football team since, I think, week three. And I'm sticking to it. You know, I got I to gotta hold true to who I am. But um, I, this Eagles team – they got a chance. This is another football contender. Or football contender, of course, or football contender, playoff contender. Is the word I'm looking for? And It's a must-win for them. Now, obviously, three and a half on the road in division, late. Somebody's trying to play spoiler. You know, you throw the emotional aspect into it, but then you want to argue that these are professionals. So these are the internal monologue that I'm having with myself. So I'm probably going to stay away from this one and just not bet on it. So and, and solve it that way. Uh, next on the card: Chiefs minus five, Bengals plus five at home.
1: Oh, Joey B. Burrow! Joey Burrow won a lot of money from a man, Adam Lemontan from established the run. He came in second in uh in a million dollar contest for two hundred fifty grand. Uh, the swing between Damian Harris and Rex Burkhead cost him seven hundred and fifty k. Pretty gross, uh, but. Awesome score. Uh, Bengals, uh, I'm not touching this one. Sorry. I'm not touching it. I've gotten the Bengals wrong all year. I've just sworn off betting or touch any game that they're in. I bet them last week just because uh, I heard the coven news right before I was making my picks, and it was Josh Johnson going in there. So that was just a free square. Uh, I don't want to step in the way of the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are just. They stay healthy. I, I can't see anyone in the AFC beating them the way they're playing right now. The defense is humming, and, uh, you know, they they threw up a massive number on the Steelers last week, and Kelsey didn't play in Tiger Hill, barely played. So I think they're peaking at the right time. I, I wouldn't want to step in front of this tra- tractor trailer, and I'm not betting on the Bengals. So I'm not betting Bengals game. So staying far away. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I I might get to the window with Joey B here. I don't know, but the Chiefs are hot, which is weird to say. It's like (laughs) it's like Hansel, she's so hot right now.
1: So hot right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's just crazy because this was a Chiefs team at the start of the year that everyone were like, "Uh, "What's going on here?" (laughs) Like a lot, very confused. But I might I might just go to Joey B one last time this season. Uh, I would hate you for it.
1: Yeah. But, uh, plus five at home game. I mean that's come game on of the weekend right there that's yeah. game of the weekend
0: I agree uh, you know it's not the game of the weekend Scott I'm sorry to <laughs> say it but it's Pat's minus 16 and a half at home against the Jags I
1: actually I actually want to go to this game and uh, I was looking to They're actually pretty reasonable I think this is like a, the weather's not that bad up here right now this would <laughs> be a fun one to we'll see a couple of rookie quarterbacks and that's just dumb truck the Jags uh, <laughs> Patriots are bossed off two straight losses uh I'm not sure about Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Ooh, hot let take. Me tell you, I'm not sure about Trevor Lawrence. He hasn't thrown a touchdown in weeks. I know the whole organization is a mess, but Trevor Lawrence ran out of bounds at the end of the Jets Jags game at the five. If he cut back upfield, he could have dove into the end zone and they would have won the game. Uh,. <laughs> Red flag for Trevor Lawrence. I know they're, you know, they're not playing for anything, but you got to try to get that win. He looked so disorganized at the end of that game. The whole Jaguars team looked disorganized at the yeah. end of that game. It was a disaster. So Daryl Bevel, I know people were calling for him to be the head coach. He stinks too. He's just as bad as Urban Meyer. Uh, no James Robinson. No weapons. I mean, Patriots, if they can't beat this team by forty. <laughs> Uh, we got some problems. I mean, they should just run all over them. Um, Mac Jones, like, great get-right spot. Jags, I don't know how they're scoring on this defense. Another get-right spot. So, <laughs> I'll like the 16-and-a-half. I'm definitely Whoa. not taking 16-and-a-half with the Jags. Wow. Uh, I know I've been in the, the, past, the past few weeks, and they've let us down both weeks. But this Jags team is really bad. Really bad.
0: And rookie QB versus... Yeah.
1: yeah. Rookie quarterback. Yeah. Cord- yeah, I mean, just the whole interim head coach, I can't imagine how bad that record is. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't even beat the Jets last week, and the Jets are terrible. <laughs> uh, so, bats are bust.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just going to say this. For the sake of Jacksonville, and they're great fans, that city loves that team. I mean, they get fired up for football games, and I love the atmosphere there. They they need a new owner. They need everything. They need to be cleansed from top down. I mean, just bathed in holy water.
1: Uh, the bulky staying as GM is just egregious. I don't know how that's happening. But, you know, we this is one thing that, that we actually nailed last year, talking about Urban Meyer going there and the ownership of, like, with trevor lawrence going to the Jacksonville, it's like uh-huh. they're just going to ruin this kid because they're just bad from top of the organization yeah. all the way down that just trickles down there's so i bad teams bad organization just are consistently bad uh <laughs> i mean this is a perfect example this is disaster bulky i don't know how he's keeping his job and whoever they sign as the head coach is going to be a mistake or they're going to fail so yep just not good
0: i agree and I want, I want that to be as successful because that was such a fun. When the Jags were good that year, that was so much fun. That defense was phenomenal. I mean, I just felt like
1: – They gave us a good push.
0: Yeah, and I felt like in Florida it was super hype and, like, Jacksonville was bumping. Everyone was like, oh, these fans are crazy. So it was exciting. I mean, I just know fans that have had season tickets there for since the foundation of time. And, you know, it's just – it's getting hard for them i think i mean they love that team and it's just hard so i feel for them uh next on the ticket talking about another florida football team since we've talked about the other two and that is the dolphins who have won what seven in a row now plus three traveling to tennessee
1: Yeah, i'm gonna stay on the the dolphin train here i'm surprised that uh they're uh you know seven straight and somehow my overnight and a half is not dead yet but uh I'll be running against them next week. Uh, I like the Dolphins here because the Titans, they're going to want to hammer the ball to A.J. Brown, and A.J. Brown's going to get the Xavier Howard treatment. Not great. And uh, uh, the Titans aren't going to be able to run the ball too well uh, against this uh, Dolphins front. Um, You know, the concern with the Dolphins is their atrocious offensive line keeping uh, two uh, upright against a very strong pass rush from the Titans. But the Titans... You know they're on extended rest. Two weeks ago, they gave away a game against the Steelers and had a like a monster second half to beat the Niners. Uh, so we're we, we love this Titans team, but I think the Dolphins stay hot and they uh, they shocked the Titans and keep your points. Vegas Dolphins win on the road.
0: Yeah, it's I, I like the Finns right now. Like you said, they're they're a very hot football team. The Titans, I just don't know what I'm going to get with them, and I feel like I can be a lot more confident uh, in what i'm going to get out of the dolphins which is a really weird uncomfortable thing for me to say Mm. (laughs) next on the card chargers minus six and a half taking on the broncos
1: pass pass chargers let me down Uh, last i mean what the heck drew lock is terrible out yeah, what was that last week for the Chargers? I know they had a bunch of guys out, but this is the Texans. The Texans' offensive line was not even playing. I mean, it was just, just disaster, disaster.
0: Yeah, it's this Chargers team has such potential, and then I, I just don't know with them. I, I don't feel comfortable. They're not something that I put next, you know, put next on, to me while I go to bed, like on my nightstand, that just helps me feel safe at night. That, that's not the chargers. They're a, a wild, spontaneous football team that Lord knows what's <laughs> going to happen. Any given Sunday, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge to uh coming segments. <laughs> Texans <laughs> plus 12 and a half traveling to the Niners after, obviously they, they had their huge win last week against the aforementioned chargers.
1: All oh, right. They did. They did. Uh, you know, I think the Niners uh, off a really bad loss against the Titans that they gave away in the second half, couldn't score any points. Looks like Trey Lance is going to be starting on uh, Sunday, which I think is going to be very exciting. I think he's going to throw uh, the Texans some curveballs. Hey, Davis Mills playing awesome football right now. They had the run game going last week with Rex Burkhead. Uh, but I do think this is time uh, for the Texans to come back to earth. Yeah. Um, you know, two weeks ago they just got destroyed by the Seahawks. I think that's what they're in for this uh, upcoming Sunday against the Niners. I really like uh, I'd like to see what Trey Lance does. And I think they're just going to run all over this Texans team. So, not uh, Forty Niners.
0: Rex Burkhead. It's just so crazy that he's still in the league. I felt like he was in Nebraska like thirty years it. ago, and then he was with the Patriots like twenty years ago. It's,
1: yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was huge with the bats, man. He was he was a big big runner for the mm-hmm. bats.
0: Yeah, intricate role, that's for sure. Next on the card, Lions plus seven traveling to Seattle. Oh,
1: it looks like we're gonna get the Tim Boyle experience. Uh, Jared Goff not practicing today. Um, Seahawks just you know really disappointing uh you know last week and blowing that game against the bears they kind of obviously put a nail in the coffin in their season but I think it's going to be the final uh on the coffin for Pete Carroll going to Green Grove and uh, you know abandoning coaching football and leaving his chewing gum uh, all on the field uh, so I think next week will probably be the week that they win one for the Gipper for Pete Carroll I don't think that's going to be this week Lions have been awesome against the spread this year uh, but I don't want to back tra- uh, Tim Boyle on Sunday monroe St. Brown has just been uh, a huge and really a breakout season for him this year uh, I'm just not going to get there with either one of these teams. So uh, this is going to be a a hard pass.
0: (laughs) This is going to be a game that my TV will never even sniff. That's for sure. I will not make it on uh, to the Larson household television on Sunday. If I had to, gun to my head, I'm going Lions. I'm with it. This team's clicking. They found their mojo. I feel like, but at the same time, Jared Goff not playing definitely hurts. But I just this Seahawks team. I don't trust them to cover seven points. Don't nah. trust them. Don't trust them. You should. Next up, Rams minus three and a half traveling to Baltimore.
1: I love Baltimore uh, on Sunday, and I, I know last week it looked terrible, and uh, but I, you know, I. It, the Lamar Jackson is going to be back. I know their secondary is just absolutely decimated. So Cooper Cup is just going to feast. But I really think that Harbaugh gets the most out of his guys. And, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they, they took the Packers in the game in Lambeau. So now three and a half at home. I think they'll get the defense right. Stafford has not looked amazing the last few weeks. Uh, you know, they made a lot of mistakes last week against your Vikings. Really kept <laughs> the door open for him. So, um Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really I really like the Ravens on Sunday. I don't want to make it my Wonka banner because I got one send-off Wonka coming up. But I really like the Ravens on Sunday. I think that they're going to – I think this is, um, you know, late field goal. Maybe Matt Gay gets uh, the Rams over the top. I think the Ravens are right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Rams were hot. I will say, I mean, that, that wasn't a game that – I didn't feel like the Vikings lost. I felt like it was a game that the Rams won. And I know that's super vague and football talk. But it was a, like the Vikings didn't really give them the game in a sense. Yes, there was a pick that they had in the red zone early, but I thought the Rams played a very, very good football game through and through. And they're starting to pick up steam. I'm with you. I don't love three and a half traveling cross country to take on a scrappy Baltimore team uh, that can score. And I just, I'm going to need a little more time on this one. But if I had to pick it right now, I'm leaning Rams. I'm actually going against you, Scottie. I'm sorry. It's nothing personal. It's just so, personal.
1: Wow. So it's just business.
0: Yes. Uh, next must win for the Vikings plus seven traveling to Lambeau field. Aaron Rodgers is a bad man right now.
1: He's a very bad man. He's, he's just catapulted himself to the top of the MVP race. Um, Again. so <laughs> I know. Every year. You know, people, people love giving him the MVP award, and then he loses in the playoffs. Um, you know, Diamond Cook going to be back for this one. I think a uh, much-needed boost. Um, but Sunday Night Football, Kirk, uh, gives me some concerns. So... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna avoid this one uh, very fun game though. I think that you're gonna you're gonna enjoy lots of points. so being on the side that's getting a lot of points, I think I'd want to be on the Vikings, but primetime Kirk always gives me uh, you know some indigestion. so I'm gonna fade <laughs> this one.
0: I am gonna fade my happiness, so I will be on the Packers minus seven so that way if they lose', them, I win. <laughs> and if <laughs> I lose, I win. <laughs> it's great um and then monday night football the probably the last time you're ever going to see number seven the black and gold strut out on the field at heinz field (laughs) under the monday night lights big ben and the steelers plus three and a half at home against division rival cleveland browns
1: auto wonk big Ben, monday night football last game at heinz field against uh a dejected Browns team, Baker Mayfield looking terrible Steelers. It's a, it's an auto bet. Uh, just give me all the, um, no, no stats behind this one, but just give me all the hype, all the, uh, you know, all the big Ben, Mike Tomlin gets his guys up win one for the Gipper before they, you know, blow chunks in week 18. Last home game, Big Ben's not going to go out uh, getting blown out like they've, uh, you know, done the last few weeks or just getting dump trucked. So uh, I think Big Ben's got one last win in them. Keep your points, Vegas Steelers, you know, send them off. You get all the tears. You get all the, uh, you know, all the old Big Ben stories and, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer, Big Ben, gets uh, his final win in Hinesfield. So there's no other way for this thing to go.
0: Yeah, it has to end that way. If if it doesn't, the NFL's rigged. I don't care. I'm reverse <laughs> rigging it if they say that that's the case.
1: I'll uh, tell you, no one has cost. Baker Mayfield, I know that his last interception last week against the Packers, um, you know, that was a holding and this should have been called. But, man, is he bad. He is just not a good quarterback. He made so many bad throws. He had a bunch of other passes that should have been picked that weren't picked off. He is just not a good quarterback. And he's cost himself, you know, 50 to 100 million with his play this year. And I don't think there's any way that the Browns can take him back. What I think may be interesting is, Maybe the Steelers is the home for him next year on a one-year deal. You give him like a one-year fifteen million dollar deal, and for him to prove himself, because Sealers is going to have a a quarterback opening. Uh, the who else? The the Broncos. Broncos is going to be an ideal landing spot for somebody. Um, so uh, even the Panthers, they're going to be looking for someone because I don't think you're getting them through the draft. So you know. Maybe the spot for Baker might just be the Steelers next year. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, Steelers, Big Ben, they get one last win. And then whoever they play in week eight, eight, 18, I think it's, I want to say it's the Ravens, is just going to destroy them.
0: Yeah, just beat the snut out of them. I'm Sounds gonna, about I'm right. You bet it now. You you're locking it in right now.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Ravens, Steelers, week uh, week 18. And tell you what, my walk beer is going to be in week 18, assuming that's uh Ravens minus seven or better. It's going to be the Ravens.
0: I love it. Yeah, I'm going to ride with you on the Steelers for this one. Uh, just go to the window with Big Ben and just play all the emotions. But speaking of emotions, movies make us feel emotions <laughs> more than any sort of movies. Sports movies make us feel lots of emotions. What,
1: yeah, the, I like it. I like what you did there.
0: You you like that transition? <laughs>
1: I do. I like what you did there.
0: So we're talking top three sports movies. We're gonna start with number
1: three. I'll let you start. It's so tough to whittle down to three. There's so many near misses, but you gotta you gotta do it. So yeah. But you want you you kick us off, Micah? You want me to
0: kick us off? Okay. Well, I will kick us off with a football movie. Number three for me. Remember the Titans. That was one of those that came out right when I was, uh, you know, a young lad. Disney movie, good morals, happiness, Denzel, um, really, really good football story about and just, you know, a life story about racial tensions and and football and how sometimes football is bigger than just a game and can help a community uh, come together. And so I I liked obviously that side of the message now that I'm older, but then screaming left side, strong side was definitely something I did all the time in football, (laughs) all the way through high school. It was great.
1: I like it. I like it. I love Remember the Titans. Number three for me, Miracle. Mm. Uh, I just, you know, they had a bunch of hockey guys. The only real actor was the guy who played the goalie, uh, Roger Craig. And Kurt Russell just just crushes it, this movie. So many good one-liners. And the story of this team is just fantastic. So Miracle for me, number three.
0: Yeah, number two for me is Miracle, actually. Uh, Herb Brooks... A all-time legend, obviously being from Minnesota, uh, the, you know, go for hockey, Herb Brooks, that's just, you kind of come out of the womb almost knowing mm-hmm. that. And at that movie, like I said, Kurt Russell does a phenomenal, phenomenal job. Uh, I thought all of the actors did a great job. Uh, it's a, a sports moment that I've been infatuated with my whole life. I believe it's February 23rd, 1980 is the exact date so it's always an exciting day in the Larson household. I sit down and watch that movie. Um, I've read a couple of books on it. It kind of goes in depth about all those guys, where they are now. Uh, Jared actually got a play with Mike Ruzioni at uh, oh, right. his member guest at, uh, at Bay Hill. And he said he was super awesome, like super cool guy. And yeah, just what a story of a bunch of high school kids going out there and taking on the best hockey team in the world. I mean, not only do you feel patriotic, but just the underdog story is phenomenal.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, it's just awesome. Uh, Number two for me, Friday Night Lights. Uh, I love this movie. It's freaking, just, you know, I need to read the book. It's on my list to read the book. Friday Night Lights, just, uh, you know, Booby Miles, and then you got uh, Mike Winchell, the quarterback, yep. and Billy Bob Thornton just crushes it as the coach. Uh, I love uh, Friday Night Lights, but uh, I have a childhood movie that is me uh, for number one. Is your
0: number one? See, the... my number one is Friday Night Lights, so you've taken my number oh, wow. I mean, We've just been building up <laughs> well, that What's going on here? Yeah. Uh,
1: Same wavelength, baby.
0: Yeah, that was my – I remember being in the movie theater with my dad – and watching that movie, and when Wenchel comes up short at the at the half yard line at the Astro Dome, um, that will I started crying immediately. And I like didn't cry in movies back then, but now I do because I'm an emotional loser. But yeah, when he is that short, I just felt that, and that was b- because it hit home for me. I mean, I played high school football with guys that I've been playing Pop Warner with since I first put on pads. And so it was same, that same vibe, you know, they're walking out in the Astrodome and they're playing that super hype music and like this is the last time, you know, a lot of these kids have been dreaming about this moment since they first put on shoulder pads and, you know, that was me and my friend group and I was like, this is our life on the silver screen minus the being in Odessa, Texas, uh, where mm-hmm. football, high school football is life. I'm actually currently reading the book right now yeah uh it's it good it's very good uh it's another one of those though that I wasn't expecting it to talk so much about uh kind of the racial divide in that town, but it talks about the founding of odessa the history of the town um oh, cool. kind of how it was separated at first football brought it together kind of that same remember the titans vibe uh talks a little more political than I thought it was going to, but the football stories are great um and just – it's a definitely more of an in-look into the town in of, like, Permian, Odessa in 1980. It was awesome. I, I mean, the book's been great so far. I'm about halfway done, so I'm excited
1: to oh, finish I it. I got that. – I'm, I'm adding it to my Audible list. Number one for me, Major League. Major League. Ooh, yeah. Uh, just classic baseball movie. I, I You know, every time I see, like, top sports movies lists – Bull Durham is somehow ahead of Major League. They're just not even in the same stratosphere because Major League is just so much freaking better. The uh, Jake Taylor laying down the bunt against the Yankees and Willie Mays' Hayes scoring. It's fantastic. And uh, I, I've watched that movie probably like 75 times in my life. Yeah. Uh, Rick the Wild Thing Bond, Charlie Sheen back when he was the man. <laughs> Pre-Tiger Blood Days. Yep. And winning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roger Dorn, the whole, the whole, winning. The whole yeah, <laughs> so major league for me. Uh, number one. So many near misses, man. I mean, sports movies you know, so hard. Yeah,
0: they, they are tough. Um, you know, I. You know, it's a movie that's not close for me at all. That is always up there. You want to talk about? You know, t- that everyone loves is a sports movie. Rudy. Rudy sucks. Rudy sucks.'ve
1: I've heard this quite a bit. Why don't you like Rudy? I just don't care for it. I just so don't, like
0: why? I think it's because I hate Notre Dame. <laughs> I think it's because I hate Notre Dame, but then I think it's like, I get it. As far as the like determination and guts, like that's great. Like you know, great story about you know having a dream, sticking to it, and doing whatever it takes. And but it's just, I thought the movies, it's boring to me. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't care.
1: Okay. And maybe it's just because it's uh, old. I had this but... conversation with someone at work, and he was he was in your camp. I think Rudy's an awesome movie. Uh, come on, you the long shot. You got the the you know the and Community College and trying to get into your name continuously rejected i thought i thought it was great i I, you're you're a a party pooper now i'm a party pooper
0: (laughs) i'll accept that but i mean it's a hill i'm willing to die on
1: that's fair (laughs) can you take a stand take a stand
0: yeah say something and hold your you know stand to it and so that's where that's the hill i'm dying on there's not a lot of sport movies i hate but that's that's I don't want to say hate, but it's I don't think it's that good of a sports movie. How about I'll for say that me,
1: the the sports movie I think that aside from Bull Durham, that's just wildly overrated is Hoosiers.
0: I agree with that as well.
1: I, you know, it's, it's a fine movie, but give me Blue Chips Ooh. over Hoosiers any day. Blue Chips is you know ran the cuss for me. I thought you know Coach Pete Bell you get uh, Penny Hardaway, you got Shaq and Ricky Rao. I yeah. mean, that's that's good that's a good movie
0: i like i think coach carter is better than hoosier
1: Ooh, i you know coach carter's good coach carter's very good young channing tatum samuel (laughs) it's uh uh that came out when i was in high school um I didn't see it in high school, but I actually watched it a few times recently. I thought yeah, it's that's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. The Way Back, kind of a uh, I haven't seen that one similar yet. vibe. To uh, not, That's a with ben poor Affleck. way to put it. but uh, <laughs> Yeah, but Ben Huflack, that's actually a really good movie. Okay, so I got to check I that one out. recommend the, the Way Back.
0: I feel like basketball movies are just hard. Now, I do love, uh, was it, He's Glory
1: Road? Him. Yeah, that one too. Road, I never watched Glory Road, but that he got game. One. That that's a that's a classic. Ran the cut, ran the cuss there.
0: Yeah. So, Scott, I'm going to ask you one final question before we sign off here and and enjoy our you know the send off of 2021 and go into 2022. Uh, what do you think? Would you be okay? So the Duke, there's the bowl game played in Charlotte. It's called the Duke's Mayo Bowl. Mm-hmm. And if you win, they pour a bucket t- of mayo on you. What are your thoughts
1: I on love, that? I love, I love mayo. So you could, oh. if I win that bowl game, you can, you can pour it all over me. See, my, are you an anti-mayo guy?
0: I think my living hell would be sitting somewhere having to eat mayo and watch Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be my living hell. If mayo touched me, I think I'd hurl.
1: Oh my god! I can't believe that.
0: Yeah, that's
1: just not my thing. i'm I'm dying on a lot of
0: hills tonight
1: i'll tell you i'll die on the rudy and mayo hill all day all right it's a
0: it's a battle (laughs) i love it (laughs) well any any closing thoughts here scott
1: oh man you know the afc wildcard picture is just it's stacked right now i mean it goes there's 13 teams still alive for the the afc playoffs and you know Somehow the Miami Dolphins have etched their way back into the playoffs. The Chargers have dumped it away Mm -hmm. somehow. And the Ravens got unhealthy at the wrong time. Uh, So, you know, huge weekend. That Dolphins-Titans game is just massive. And, uh, you know, the Ravens really need this one at home against the Rams. They want to keep pace with the Chargers that, uh, you know, they should be getting there against the Broncos this weekend. So this is a very exciting weekend. And, Uh, You know, I'm very curious to see what the Sunday Night Football Week 18 game is. But sitting here right now, I think you're going to get Pats-Dolphins winner into the playoffs. Uh, Well, if the Dolphins win, they get into the playoffs. Because I think the Raiders are going to lose this weekend. So if the Raiders lose, the Pats are in. Assuming they beat the Jags. But I think you're going to get Pats-Dolphins Week 18 is my prediction for the Sunday Nighter. Which is always very fun.
0: I like that. It'll be a, that'd be a good, good Sunday night game, for sure. Pending, obviously, what happens this weekend. Yeah, and a lot of teams in it. It's gonna come. This is kind of the separation week. Gonna be very exciting. Uh, junkies, enjoy your new year. I hope it's spent with, um, I guess, safely. I hope no one out here is really struggling uh, health wise. And uh, just enjoy the evening with family and friends. Pop some bubbly. Sit back on that champagne and enjoy your evening. Uh, We look forward (laughs) to talking to you in the new year 2022. Crazy. We're out of here. Peace.
1: Why did you want to play college hockey? Suck the t- <laughs>